Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Because of who you are, I give you glory. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you because of who you are. Because of who you are, I give you glory. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Because of who you are, I
I worship you just because of who you are. Amen. I'm grateful for the house. But, Lord, I worship you because of who you are. I'm thankful for my family. But, Lord, I worship you because of who you are. Thank you for the cause we drive. Thank you for the finances you give. But, Lord, I worship you because of who you are. Amen. One song say, I sing because I'm happy, and I sing because I'm free. Amen. His eyes is on the sparrow, but I know that he watches. He watches over me. Amen. And for that, I am eternally grateful. And I worship you because of who you are. Amen. God, we serve as a good God. Amen. And the thing about God, he's faithful even when we are not faithful. Amen. God can't help himself from being God. Amen. You hear him say in the church, all the time that God is good. And all the time God is good and God is good all the time. Amen. Why? Because he can't help himself from being God. Amen. Nothing stops him from being God. Amen. Whether you clap your hand or whether you don't stomp your feet, amen, he's going to still be God. Amen. Whether you say amen Amen. Whether you stay away from the house of God, he's going to still remain. He's going to still remain to be God. Amen. And one writer saying, beside him, there is no other. Amen. He's God and God alone. And I'm so grateful that he don't need our help to be God. Amen. Amen. He was here before we came, and he's going to be God when we go. Amen. You need to just be giving God some glory and some thanks. Amen. That he chose you. Amen. While you pass this way. That's all we're doing. We're just passing by. Amen. We're just passing this way. And hopefully we'll leave, amen, some positive legacy behind for those that's coming behind us. Amen, somebody. Amen. We need to leave a positive landmark for those that's coming behind us. Amen. Because the Bible says we're only pilgrims. Amen. Just passing through. This place is not our home. Amen. Our citizenship is on high. 
Amen. We are just grateful to be here on today. Thank God for the opportunity he gives us, amen, to be found in the house of worship one more time. One songwriter said, I'm glad to be in the service. I'm glad to be in the service one more time. Amen. Let us turn to the 27th book of Psalms. I'm going to lay down my burden down by the riverside, down by the riverside, down by the riverside. I'm going to lay down my burden down by the riverside. I'm going to study war no more. I'm going to study war no more, ain't 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 going to study war no more. I'm going to try on my long white robe. Down by the riverside, down by the riverside, down by the riverside. I'm going to try on my long white robe, down by the riverside. I'm going to study war no more. I ain't going to study war no more. I ain't going to study war no more. I ain't going to study war no more. More ain't gonna study war no more. Ain't gonna study war no more. Ain't gonna study war no more. I'm gonna lay down my sword and shield down by the riverside. Down by the riverside. Down by the riverside, I'm going to lay down my sword and shield. Down by the riverside, I'm going to study war no more. I ain't 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 going to study war no more. Ain't gonna 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 study war no more. Amen. Gonna lay down my sword and shield down by the riverside. Ain't going to have to study, worry about studying the wall no more. Amen. Ain't going to have to sit up no long nights reading the Bible. Amen. Ain't going to have to worry about getting down on my knees praying. Amen. Ain't going to have to worry about studying the wall no more. Amen. It's going to be all over. Amen. going to lay down my burdens down by the riverside. The 27th book of Psalms. Verse 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. 
Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Amen. For a little while, we like to speak from the subject, is there a testimony in the house? Amen. Do we have a testimony in the house? Amen. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege and opportunity. We thank you for your divine word. We thank you for your holy presence. We thank you for the children, dear God, that you have assembled in your house on today, dear God, to lavish in your presence. When you say we're two or three are gathered together in your name, there you would be a God in the midst of us. And we're grateful, Lord, that you came down, amen, in the midst of a wretched and undone people as we are, amen, to bless us, to heal us, and to deliver us from everything that's not like you. And, Father, we want to say thank you for the privilege in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, Lord, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, let it be acceptable in thy sight, my strength, my God, and my Redeemer. And for it, Lord, I give your name the praise. All the glory and the honor belongs to you. In Jesus' name we pray and the church says, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Do we have a testimony in the house? Amen. The Bible says that we speak of those things that we know, and we testify of the things that we have seen. Amen. At some point in time, we that are believers, that have walked with God, amen, for a period of time should have a testimony. Amen. Should have something to say concerning the God that you walk with. Amen. We can talk about things that we are, amen, familiar with our friends. Amen. With our uh, work, working companions. Amen. With people that we live among. Amen. Things that we see on TV. We talk about these things. Amen. But do we have a testimony amen. in the house concerning our God? Amen. We that are alive in Christ Jesus, we that have accepted him as our personal Savior. Amen. We should have something to say about the God we serve. Amen. We find here in this 27th book of Psalms, amen, King David, amen, David, the king of Israel, amen, take some time out to tell us something concerning the God that he has been walking with. Amen. Every day of David's life has not been a day of sunshine. Amen. Amen. Because the historians have said that this book, this, this book, this 27 book that he wrote was in, uh, amen, connection with the flight, amen, that he took running away from Absalom. When Absalom wanted to overthrow the kingdom, thought that he was going to be the man, amen, but he failed to realize that God had spoke to David and said to him, touch not my anointing, 
and do my prophet no harm. Sometimes we forget, amen, the words of God, amen, and we act foolishly, amen, without considering, amen, the repercussion that may come behind it when we transgress against the word of God. David has given us, amen, some insight on what God, amen, means to him as well as what God has done for him. Amen. Amen. God should have a specific meaning to you. Amen. When, 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 when you talk about God, it should be personal between you and God. Amen. Amen. Because what he done for me, he may not have done for you. Amen. And what he has done for you, he may not have done it for me. But each one of us should have our own personal testimony concerning the God that we serve. Amen. Amen. David, amen, had some issues, amen, and God had to chastise him. If the historians are right, and he wrote this because of the flight that he took from his son Absalom, when Absalom, amen, wanted to overthrow the kingdom, amen, thank you, Lord. It let me know that David had a little hiccup, amen, he had a hiccup in his life, amen, but you don't have to worry about the hiccup, because we all have had some hiccups. Amen. Amen. But I just come to tell some of you who had a hiccup. Anybody, I'm talking to anybody in here yet? Amen. Amen. I believe I believe everybody in here had a little hiccup. Amen. But but let me tell you something. You don't have to worry about the hiccup because the hiccup is just a setup. Amen. For your from your mess up. Amen. David had messed up. Amen. And all of this came. Amen. In his life because of the hiccup he had. Amen. But God's hands were still on David's life. You have to understand that even though God chastised you, allow you to go through some difficult times in your life, his hands are still there. Amen. The Bible says, Paul said that, that, that he will perform that when he had called, when he, the, the good work that he had begun in you until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. He haven't forgotten about you. Amen. There's just some things he got to get straight, amen, with you and I. Amen. So David is saying here, even in his struggle, amen, that the Lord is his light. Amen. In his darkest hour, amen, he still was able to see his way through because God was with him. This is what, 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 the, what the psalmist is trying to tell us. Amen. Even in your darkest hour, amen, he's going to be there with you. Amen. Thank you, Lord, that, that, that when, when my dog hour was come, amen, when I don't feel that like I, I can, I can make, make it through, amen, and let me know that, amen, you're still there. And you need to understand, my sisters and brothers, that when you go through, amen, God is there with you. He, amen. He haven't left you. Amen. You only made it because, because he was there. Amen. If he wasn't there with you, Amen. He wasn't bringing you through it. You would have never made it out. <laughs> so, so, so David is saying here that the Lord, he's my life. Even in my darkest hour, my, my darkest situation and, and circumstances, he's still my life. Amen. He's my salvation. salvation. And because of this, amen, I shouldn't have to have no fear. Amen. I shouldn't have to be afraid. Amen, of the dog. I don't have to be afraid of my enemies. 
amen, because God is with me. And I believe Paul wrote somewhere in this book, amen, somewhere in these epistles he wrote that if God be, yeah, now, now, now that's personal, amen, that's personal. If God be for you, amen, if God is on your side, amen, you need to understand, amen, when, when God is, you need to understand something about God, amen, being on your side. Amen. I know we, we, we put a lot of confidence in people. If this one was here, I know you wouldn't mess with me. Amen. We, we put a lot of confidence in people, that, and we want people to help us when we get in trouble. Amen. I know I could call on this one that would help me get out of this financial situation, but you need to understand that, that when God is on your side, he's more than the whole world that could be against you. Amen. Because he's God. Amen. David says, who shall I fear? Amen. I don't have to have no fear. Amen. Because I got God. Amen. When you got God, you don't have to be afraid. Amen. God, amen. He got a good track record. Amen. He never lost a patient in the sick room. Amen. And he never lost, amen, a battle in the courtroom. Amen. And everybody that came up against him, amen, and fell down by the wayside. Amen. So you need to understand when you got God on your side, you don't have to worry about your enemy. Amen. You don't have to worry about the haters. Amen. Because God is with you. And if God be for you, who and what can be against you? Amen. David, the sweet psalmist of Israel. Amen. Israel had never prospered. Amen. As a nation, as much as they did when David became king. Amen. And David, amen, was for the people because the people was the people of God. Amen. God had gave him a special assignment. Amen. To look over the nation, the people that he had called. Amen. And he let me know that regardless of how good, how much good you do for people, you're going to still have enemies. People are going to still hate on you. Yeah. Amen. People are going to still talk about you. Yeah. People are going to still come out against you. Amen. But, 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 but the, the funny thing about this, it seems like people take it out on God. Amen. Rather than thanking God, amen, for the enemy. Amen. I believe Jesus said, pray for your enemy. Amen. We don't have to talk about them. Amen. You give them people over to God. Amen. Because God sent the enemy there for a reason and for a purpose. Amen. And it wasn't for to take you down, and it wasn't for you to make you feel bad. It was make you get down on your knees and begin to pray so you could have a personal relationship with the God you serve. In the, in, in the 119th book of Psalms, I believe it's in verse 71 or 72, David said, I was glad when God afflicted me. He said, if he had not afflicted me, I would have went astray. Yeah, he, he sent some things your way to keep you in line. That, that's, why, that's why the Bible says say that the foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction, it'll, draw, it'll drive it from him. Amen. Sometimes God has to get the strap out. Sometimes he got to get that whip out and put us back in line. Amen. So David said that, 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 that it, was, it was a good thing that God afflicted me. Sometimes our affliction is for good. That's why I understand the Bible says that all sickness is not unto death. Amen. It's for to get us straight. To make us look up to God and say, you rule in the heart of men. 
Amen. When Nebuchadnezzar had got out of his place, amen, and thought that the victory that he had won over the people of God and all his possession he had accomplished with his own hand. But God said, I use you as a tool, amen, to put my people back in line. But now since you didn't, didn't, you didn't get out of place and think that you got your foot on them, amen, the Bible said that God gave him a, 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 a reprobated mind. The king, Nebuchadnezzar was king of Syria, of Babylon, and he, and, he, and he gave him a reprobated mind. And the Bible said that he went out into the field until, until hair grew on his back like bird feathers and fingernails like bird claws until he looked up one year. After seven years, he looked up and said, Lord, you do rule in the heart of men. Yeah. Sometimes he'll bring you something to make you look up and tell him, you rule, Lord. You still God in my life. Amen. We talking about a person that, amen, amen, that wasn't an Israelite. Amen. Thank you, Lord. He was a Gentile. Amen. But God got his attention. Sometimes God got to do things to get your attention. So David said, when the wicked, even my enemies. Amen. Even my enemies and my foes. When they came out, amen, against me. They eat up my flesh. They stumbled and they fell. Thank you, Lord. They stumbled and fell. You don't have to worry about it. God will let them get close, but they ain't going to put their hands on you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We, we need to understand how God works. God works, amen, like people say, in a very mysterious way. Amen. That's why we got to be about our father's business. That's why we got to get this thing right. Because we got all these young people that's coming behind us, amen, and we got to try and train them and teach them, dear God, how to walk before God, amen, how to live before God, how to serve and worship God, amen. Because some, of, some people who came this way, amen, amen, didn't make it over, amen. The Bible says when the children of Israel left out of Egypt, amen, the Bible said that God had chosen a man called Moses to bring them over to the promised land. Told them they were going to bring them to the land that was flowing with milk and honey. Amen. This was God's word. This was, was the promise that God had gave them. This was, was God's intentions for them. You know, God had great intentions for you and I. Amen. Because he wanted to showcase you and I to the world. That the world would get a godly jealousy. Amen. That they would want to follow behind you. Amen. That's why God said he made us the head and not the tail. He put us above and not beneath, because he wants somebody to see the work that he's doing in your life. The children of Israel went through the wilderness. They had changes that came about in the wilderness, but God brought them to the Jordan. And it was just over the Jordan River was the promised land. And the Bible said that, that God told the children, told Moses, take 12 men, send them over this Jordan. And let them see that everything that I told them that would be there is over in the promised land. Twelve men went over. Only two came back with a favorable report. Two had a good testimony. Two came back and testified about the goodness of God. What God had prepared for them. And that there was more than able Amen. To take the land. But Jen had a bad testimony and said that we are like grasshoppers. Amen. In the eyesight. We can't take it. They got giants. 
They got giants over there. Amen. You don't have to worry about the giant. Amen. God's going to take care of the giant in your life. Amen. Amen. The Bible said that God got angry with them. Amen. And sent them back. Sent them back into the wilderness. The wonder for 40 years behind 40 days. How long? How long are we going to wonder? How long are we going to wonder? For only a few days that he, he gave us a test. Because the number 40, amen, it represents testing. Amen. So, so, so how long, amen, is going to take you and I to pass our test? Amen. <laughs> so the Bible said that God said all of them from 20 years and older would die in the wilderness. And all of them 20, uh, 19 years and under, amen, he's going to bring them over into the promised land. The time came when Moses died. Amen. Moses left a legacy behind. Amen. He left a testimony behind that God had worked through him. But the Bible said that he he turned, amen, Moses to Joshua and told Joshua, take the children across the Jordan. Amen. My time is up. Amen. And and God told him, said, Joshua, as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. Amen. I'm going somewhere with this. Amen. Hear me clearly. Amen. You know, during the time when they first left out of Egypt, they had, they, they, when, 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 when the Pharaoh and his army was behind them, amen, they was, they was trapped, so, so, so Pharaoh thought, at the Red Sea. And God opened up the Red Sea for them, but the, 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 the children was too young to remember, but they left that testimony behind. They left that testimony behind. But now they're faced with the Jordan. And the Bible said when they came to the Jordan during the time, Amen. It was during the time of harvest when the Jordan overflowed its banks. Amen. It was just as deep as the Red Sea. Amen. So now they're looking at the, Red, at the Jordan River. Amen. But the blessing is right on the other side of the Jordan. Amen. God told, told Joshua, say, go get the priest. Tell the priest that to tell the children to sanctify themselves. For tomorrow I'm going to come in the midst of you and do a great work. I'm going to come and work this thing out for you. Amen. I know you got some obstacles before you. Amen. I know something is, is, is stopping you and hindering you from getting to the place of your blessing. Amen. He said, but I'm going to work this thing out for you. Amen. You just got to trust me. You just got to believe that my word is true. Amen. He said, just sanctify the people. Amen. Get them together. Amen. Get the sin from out the camp. Lord, help us. He said, sanctify them. Set them apart. Get them ready. Amen. Sometimes we come to church in the midst of God, in the presence of God. Amen. But we're not ready. We're not sanctified. We haven't set ourselves apart and get ready. You know, when I was coming up as a young kid, I wasn't saved. It had this, had this guy, you know, bubble. His mother was a, was a, 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 a mason or, or whatever in her church. Amen. And every time Communion Sunday came, that whole week, they said they're going to stop drinking. Amen. Because we got to prepare ourselves for Sunday. Because this Sunday coming is our communion. Amen. I know it's not right, but there's something in that. There's a message in that. Amen. They knew that this was a, a, a special day that was set aside for the church. Amen. That they would be in remembrance of what God did. Amen. So they were sanctifying themselves. They were getting themselves ready. They lived like hell all through the rest of the month. But that week of, of going into Communion Sunday, they set themselves aside. Amen. They didn't drink. 
Amen. They didn't go out to the club. They wasn't doing these things. They were sitting in the house. Amen. Meditating on what they had to do when they went to church. Somebody in here know what I'm talking about. Amen. My wife know what I'm talking about. Amen. People used to do that when, 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 the, when the week come for communion. Amen. They set aside everything else. Amen. And prepare themselves. Amen. To go before God and to take that testament. Amen. In remembrance of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. And so here, amen, they came to the Jordan. Amen. And looking at the Jordan overflowing his banks. And God is telling them your blessing. Amen. Is on the other side. Amen. But they're telling them, don't worry about it. Go get the priest. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Bring the ark of the covenant. Amen. And as the priests dip their feet into the water, amen, with the ark of the covenant, what do you think was within that ark? The covenant is an agreement between two people. Amen. Amen. And it's a written agreement in black and white. And it's an agreement that God had gave to Moses some time ago when he went up into the mountain to get the Ten Commandments. And he told him, said, take that word, that scroll, put it inside that covenant. Amen. Right where the mercy, right where the mercy seat is at. Amen. Right where the mercy seat. Amen. And they had all that. Thou shalt not do this. Amen. And thou shalt not do that. Thou shalt not commit all of these things. And the people couldn't keep all of this. They still was committing some of those things. But the thing that helped them and kept them. Amen. And kept the love of God with them because they had the the mercy seat. 136 Psalms says, mercy and do it throughout all generations. Amen. I'm trying to say something to somebody in here. So when you break one of them, amen, don't feel or believe that you're not good enough to come before God. That's the thing he died for. He sent his son to die for sin. That's what he died for. He died for the sins of mankind. So you don't have to be afraid to come before God because there's nothing you did that he don't know about. Nothing you said that he haven't heard before. All you have to do, the Bible says, come and confess. And the Bible said that he's faithful and just to forgive us of all of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The children was at the Jordan, wondering how they were going to get to the promised land, how they were going to get to their blessing. Knowing the thing they had done. So God told him, say, look, go tell the people. Sanctify. Sanctify yourselves. For on tomorrow, he gave them some time. He didn't, he didn't come right then and there because they wasn't ready for him. He said, but I'm coming on tomorrow. So get the people together and tell them to sanctify themselves. For on tomorrow, I'm going to come and I'm going to do a great work in the midst of you. And he said, when the priests take the ark of the covenant, with the word of God and the mercy seat. He said, when, the dip of the, when their feet touch the, the, the brim of the water, look at it. You can read it. He said, when your feet touch the brim of the water, amen, said the water going to separate. Amen. It's going to stand up on the heap. Yeah, look, water don't go up. Water runs down. Amen. He said, but this water here, it's going to stand up on the heap. And the Bible said that when the children, when, when the priest stepped into the water, you heard the song say, I stepped in the water? Huh? That's where they get it from. When the priest stepped into the water, when his feet hit the brim of the water, 
He didn't, he didn't get in the deep part, just hit the brim of the water. The Bible said that the water stood up as a heap, and the children of Israel went across the Jordan River on dry ground. Amen. They made it cross. Amen. Somebody in here, amen, been waiting on the blessing from God, waiting on some type of healing and deliverance from God. Amen. And you've been having something hindering you, standing in your way, but God said, I'm going to work a mighty work. He said, I'm going to do this for you. Amen. You've been trying. Amen. And haven't worked for you yet. Amen. You done did all you can. Something like the woman who had to hit your blood, went to all the doctors. Instead of getting better, it got worse. Anybody, I'm talking to anybody in here? Amen. Instead of getting better, it got worse. Amen. Thank you, Lord. But the Bible says that she heard about Jesus was passing by. And she said, if I could just touch. That's why he brought you here, so you can touch him. You can just tell him. Amen. Tell him what you want. Tell him. Thank you, Lord. The Bible said that the children of Israel, they crossed over. Amen. They crossed over to the promised land. Amen. On dry ground. They went on over. Amen. Somebody in here about to, about to cross over. Amen. You're you, 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 you hindrance. Amen. Amen. They've been, they've been there long enough, that, 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 that blockade. They've been there. But God about to lift that thing up for you. Amen. He's about to lift that thing up for you. You're going to be able to see your way a little clearer. Amen. You're going to be able to understand why you had to go through what you went through. Amen. Because you got a testimony. Amen. Amen. When they, when they heard about what their fathers went through, amen, and how they was tended at the Red Sea, amen, they had never saw that before. Amen. You know what God said? I'm bringing you where you've never been before. Amen. Just trust me. That's what he told the children of Israel. He said, look, I'm about to bring you away you never saw before. They, never, they, they were too young to remember or to see these things. They only heard about it from the, from the forefathers, about how God had worked for them when, when, when Pharaoh was on their trail. But now they got their own testimony. You hear people say in the church all the time, your brother's testimony is good. This is even better. Now they got a testimony. Amen. How they got over. Amen. How they made it over. Amen. They sanctified themselves, and God came down in the midst and worked a mighty work. Amen. The enemies, amen, they looked at it. The Bible said when they passed through, they passed through right on the side of Jericho. Amen. Jericho was that big fortified city. Amen. The, the children of Jericho couldn't stop them. The water couldn't stop them. Why? Because God was fighting for them. Thank you, Lord, for fighting my battle. Thank you, Lord, for making a way. Thank you, Thank you, Lord. Amen. You just keep on doing good things. Amen for me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. God is a good God. God make a way for us out of nowhere. Amen. But God's going to give you your own personal testimony. Amen. I believe that some of us in here today already have a testimony of what God has done for them, what God means to you. Amen. God has brought us through seen and unseen dangers. Amen. Brought us through hurricanes and storms. Amen. Brought us through poverty. Amen. And blessed us. Amen. Didn't allow us to go hungry. Amen. Didn't allow us to die in our sickness. Amen. Right at the point of death. Amen. But God, God stepped in. Amen. He stepped in right on time. That's why you hear the songwriter say he is on time. He's an on time God. Yes, he is. He may not, but he's always, he's always right on time. Amen. God will leave you 
and give your testimony if you're willing to go through. Amen. Don't throw in the towel. It's not time to throw in the towel. Amen. God is not through with you yet. Amen. God had called out, amen, Brother Abraham, told him to leave your father's house, leave from among your kindred. Sometimes we be around people that's holding us back. And God is trying to separate you, amen, so that he can talk with you. Amen. You, I used to hear when I was in school, amen, it, teacher trying to teach, amen, everybody in there laughing and talking and playing. And the teacher said, look, let me tell you something. The only way you're going to learn something, you've got to be able to listen at something. And you can't hear if everybody's talking. He said, we can all sing together, but we can't all talk together. Amen. I remember that very well when I was in school. Amen. We can't all, we can, we can sing together, but we can't all talk together. Amen. Abraham had to leave. Amen. His father was, you know, sometimes, amen, your mother and your father, amen, means, means the best for you. And be trying to tell you what to do and how to do it. Amen. But sometimes there are signs that you have to have your own personal relationship with God. Amen. Sometimes you got to put your feet in the water. Amen. That you have your own personal relationship with God. And so God called Abraham out. The Bible said when he left from his father's house, he was 75 years old. 75 leaving his father's house. Amen. But God has something for him to do. Amen. And let you know that it's not too late. It's not too late. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Sometimes we try and rush God to do what we've heard him say that he would do. Amen. But you can't rush God. Amen. God's going to do just what he said he's going to do. Amen. And he have a season for it. Amen. And the Bible said that when God called out Abraham, Lot went with him. Amen. Because Lot saw something. I heard, I heard during an announcement, amen, when Sister Evans was talking, she was telling the young people, amen, keep close to Duke. Keep close to little Mike. Amen. He is inspiring others, amen, to get close to God. As little children, amen, all it takes is somebody to inspire another person. Abraham inspired Lot. He saw God moving in the life of Abraham. So Lot left and went out with him. Amen. And during this journey, God told him that he was going to bless him. He says, the stars in the sky and as the sands is upon the seashore, so shall your seed be. He said, I'm going to bless you. And he told him this when he had no child. Told him this when he was 75 years old. Amen. When it was past the time, amen, of him having a child. Thank you, Lord. But he trusted God. And he went out because God told him to go. Amen. It was on this journey, amen, that God blessed him when he made 100 years old and his wife was 99 years old. Amen. And after he gave him this child, amen, and spent some time with this child, amen, God came to him and said, give me, give me your son, your only son Isaac. Amen. And offer him up as a burnt sacrifice upon the mountain that I would choose. Amen. The Bible said that in the morning, early in the morning, Abraham rose up, amen, and went on the journey, amen. He took, amen, some people with him, amen, along with his son. But when he came to the mountain, they told the people, say, stay here, amen, until me and my son go and worship, amen, and we're going to come back, amen. That's faith in God. Now, God then told him, say, I want you to, I want you to offer him as a burnt sacrifice, amen. The Bible said he took the wood and he took the fire, 
Amen. And he was going up to the mountain, and, 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 and Isaac told his father, say, Father, he said, yes, my son. He said, he said we have the wood and we have the fire. He said, but where is the sacrifice? Amen. Abraham told his son, God will provide himself a sacrifice. Amen. You don't have to worry about getting it. You don't have to worry about what you have to do. God said he's going to provide himself a sacrifice. Amen. Thank you, Lord. The Bible said that Abraham, amen, went up. He went up to the mountain. Amen. And he continued to do what God had called him to do. He set up the altar, amen, and stacked it up, amen, and took his son Isaac and tied him, amen, and he laid up on the wood, amen. It was a picture of Jesus Christ laying up on the cross, amen, who never said a mumbling word, amen. He went willingly, amen. He didn't put up a fuss, didn't put up a fight, but he went willingly, amen, and allowed his father to tie and lay him up on the wood. Amen. The Bible said in the time that Abraham raised his hand to take his child's life, he heard a voice from heaven. He heard a voice. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Somebody needs to have an ear to hear what the Spirit says unto you. He heard a voice. Amen. And Abraham said, here I am, Lord. He said, touch not your child. Amen. Thank you, Lord. He said, for in doing this, I know that you fear me. Amen. I know that, that you fear me. Abraham left, amen, a testimony behind, amen, and he, he called that place, amen, thank you, Lord, Jehovah Jireh, amen. God will provide. The Bible says that even until the day that we're talking about right now, amen, it's still there as a testimony, amen, what are you leaving behind as a testimony, amen, what are you going to leave behind, amen, that we're going to talk, amen, to the generation that's coming behind you. Thank you, Lord. We're going to tell them. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. When they come behind you. Look, in the Bible, in, thank you, Lord. The Bible was talking about, amen, in the book of Joshua. Amen. When the children of Israel crossed over that Jordan River. Amen. Let me go back and touch upon this a little bit. When they crossed over that Jordan River, the Bible said that God told them, say, look, as you cross over this Jordan, he said, I want each one of you. I want you to take one man out of each tribe, and I want you to pick up a stone from out of this Jordan so that when you go over, amen, your sons that's coming behind you, amen, when they look upon these stones, they're going to ask you, what do you mean by these stones? Amen. And you'll turn back and tell your children the testimony, amen, of how you got over. Amen. These stones came from out of the, out of the brook, amen, out of the bottom of the, of the Jordan River when it was swollen and running over. Separated the water so that we can cross over. What do you want to tell your child? Amen. What do you want to tell your child? How you got over? Amen. To keep your child believing and trusting in God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We got to keep them in church because if we don't keep them here, amen, the police is waiting for them on the, over another side. Amen. Thank you, Lord. They took a stone and he said, what, what, when your children come and ask you, what do these, these stones mean? This was a memorial. Amen. We have Memorial Day. It, it, it represents the re, to remember what, 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 the, what the soldiers did. Amen. To free this country. Amen. In every church, just about every church, you'll find up on the, right in the front of the church, amen, the altar saying, in remembrance of me. Amen. So that when you do this, you do it what? In remembrance. That's a memorial. Amen. You remember 
amen, what somebody did for you. Amen. So they had these stones, and every time they went into the house, they looked upon the mantelpiece, they looked upon the dresser, they saw that stone and reminded them what God had did. Somebody needs to know. Somebody going to need to know what God did for you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You have to let them know it's not church as usual, that this stuff is real. Amen. God is real, and God do work in the lives of people. And so David summed it up. He said, only one thing have I desired of the Lord. And said, that's the thing I'm going to seek after. I'm going to seek after that. Amen. Seeking means to put forth effort. Amen. Seeking means to, to, to sacrifice. Amen. Seeking means to put other things behind. Amen. That you may get to God. Paul said, Paul said, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing those things which are behind me, and I'm pressing forward towards the mark of the prize of the higher calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. David said, that's one thing I'm going to seek after, that I may dwell. A lot of them came and left. A lot of them came and left. A lot of them raised up their hand and said, I want to accept Christ as my Savior, but they left. Amen. Getting here is one thing. But staying is another. Amen. Amen. One thing have I desired, and that will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, and to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. I'm not going to just come just to say I'm here. When I come, I want, to, I want to talk to him. I want to ask him some questions. Well, well, well why do I have to go through this? And what's the meaning of that? And, and why do I do this? Amen. Some people just come just because somebody say it's a good thing to come. But coming, you need to find out why you come. You need to find out what, why you do this and why you do that. There's a reason. There's a reason in it. And so David said, I'm going to inquire. Now, this is the king we're talking about. Still trying to find how God works. Still how to try to find out what the meaning that you have me going through this for God. God wants you to inquire. I believe Jesus said, if you ask, it shall be given. If you seek, and if you knock, the door shall be open. So you need to come, not just ask, for something that's material, Ask him to give you an understanding. Ask him to open up your understanding. And now God has given us even a greater, a greater task. We have a very young kid, 11 years old, that said that God called him to preach. How many, how many of us in here have heard that it takes a whole village to raise one child? You heard that before? You're going to take the church. To help nurture this child. The enemy is going to be after The enemy is going to be after He's going to have some dumb days because of the testimony he gave that God called him to preach. So we have to pray for him. David said, when my mother and my father 
forsake me, then the Lord shall take me up. There's going to be times that even mom and daddy are going to come against me. And he's going to think that the whole world is coming down on me. But we have to continue to pray for him. Because the enemy, the devil is going to be mad. He's our adversary. He's our adversary. And everything that God is for, the devil is against. So I come to you this afternoon, church, and I ask that to pray for these young men. Darren, he wants to work in the office of a deacon. He wants to read. He wants to talk. It's our job to pray. The Bible says, pray for a child. And the way that they should go for when they grow old, they won't be born. Because it's true they grow old. It's true the trials and tribulations. That's what makes us to grow. That's the thing that helps us to get strong, the trials. And they're going to have to go through them even as young kids. Paul said when I was a child. But when I became a man, I put away child and say, so as their children, they're going to deal with some things too. On their level, they're going to deal with things. So we're going to have to pray for them. We're going to have to pray for them. Matter of fact, I spoke with Aaron today. He's going he's gonna to start being prepared for the bring his first message whenever he's ready. But it's time for him to start studying whatever scripture that the Lord gives him. He's going to work with him. And, when, and one of these Sundays, whenever he says he's ready, the night's going to preach his first message. So we got to work with him, pray for him. Because it's a very scary thing. <laughs> Amen. Is there a testimony in the house? Amen. Thank God. Thank God for testimony. Amen. It's through the testimonies of those that came before us that helped to give us encouragement. Amen. That if God did it for them, then God would do it for you too. Somebody, somebody encouraged you. Somebody came to church before you did. Somebody told you about church. Somebody said or mentioned something to you about God. And it's those testimonies that encourages us. And so David told us what God had meant to him as well as what God had done for him. And we as the people of God, we should be able to have the same testimony. That God means this to me. This is how much God means to me. And this is what God done for me. And if you've been in this walk with God, if there's no more than a year, and you don't have a testimony, then something is wrong. You haven't been walking with God. Because walking with God Amen. You're going to have some hiccups, and you're going to have some battles along the way. Amen. And it's only because of God that we're still here. Amen. We thank God for, for each and every one of you that came out today. I do pray that something that the Lord said, amen, concerning having a testimony, have really encouraged you, amen, to get closer to God. 
let God continue the work that he began in you when you first came and accepted him as your Savior. Amen. Don't let the fire die down. Amen. Throw some coal upon that fire. Amen. Throw some coal on it. Amen. In the book of Timothy, Paul was encouraging Timothy. Amen. Paul, Timothy had got tired. He had got slowful. Amen. And he told Timothy, look, I know about your grandmother and your mother, Lois. I know about them. He said, look, he said, story up that gift that lies within you. Amen. Stir it back up. Amen. You, you know when the fire be dying down, you take a stick and poke in there. Amen. And the, and the little symbols, the little symbols. Amen. Make that blaze come back up. Amen. So Paul was telling him, say, story that gift back up. Amen. You got the gift. Amen. You got it. You just been let it go dormant. Sometimes we have it and we don't use it, and so it goes dormant. And so sometimes God has to do something to stir you back up. Stir up your gift. Let God back in. Let him back in. Amen. We've been closing God out, but God say, let me back in. He said, I stand at the door of your heart, and I knock. He said, if you open up the door, I will come in and sup with you, and you with me. Amen.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.